Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hello, everybody. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. Thank you so much for joining us. Always a privilege and a pleasure to join you. And there's so much going on. We have a report tonight out of Mexico with Sam Arnold, Pastor Sam Arnold, and we're going to be talking to Sam in just a minute. And you heard the uh, recently we interviewed uh, John Wayne, and uh, he's saying very similar things. So interesting to get slightly different versions of the same story, but with far different sources. And it's... Uh, this really got my attention, and I think it will you too. Before we jump into this very far, though, let, let me just say this, okay? We're out of rotation for our food and water ads, but we're going to run them anyway. Why? Because in the last 24 hours, Biden twice and the head of the U.N. food security, David Beasley, have all said the same thing. Here comes food shortages and famine, and then the World Economic Forum warned Europe, here come your refugees because of what? Famine. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, they're telling you what's coming. They're doing it deliberately. It's not an accident. It's not market forces. It's forced market forces that are causing this to happen. Get your storable food today. How much? As much as you can get. We used to say six months on the minimum, two years on the average. We can't say that anymore. You need to get what you can get while you can get it. Uh, the NPS, My Patriot Supply, has held prices in check. And that won't be true much longer. That won't be true for anything much longer. And they also have a sale. One month, three month, 12 month. And uh, they have lots of diversity in the food. It tastes good. So get started. Start collecting. You don't have long. Do it now. Go to preparewithdave.com. Preparewithdave.com. And if you have food, you darn well better have water. If Putin turns off the grids, you'll be scavenging. You need three of these. That's what we have. Two is one, one is none. You need three because you'll be sending out multiple family members to scavenge for water. And you can get it. It'll be everywhere, but you won't be able to drink it unless you treat it. The Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter is the best there is. The research is at the website, waterwithdave.com. They also have held prices. They also have a sale. But again, that's not for much longer. And this product typically sells out, especially when we have a crisis and people start saying, eh, I think I better get this. I can't tell you how long they're going to have it. You better act now. So you got the water, waterwithdave.com. you got the food, preparewithdave.com. This has been a public service announcement. Trust me, we're going outside our advertising protocols right now to do this. And I hope to goodness that you're listening. Our guest, Sam Arnold, we call him our Latin American expert. He has broken a lot of stories here. He's currently on refugee status in Mexico, courtesy of AMLO, who I like. And unfortunately, he's being undermined every which way but Sunday. But he's probably the best Mexican president that we've had in my lifetime. And uh, God help us if we get somebody uh, from the other side. Sam, welcome to the show. I'm very concerned about the story you sent me. So this this has high alert. Well, let's talk about it. You and I have reported and others have reported about Russian activity in Mexico. And some of that, I believe, has been good. And especially energy cooperations and so forth. Yes. I'd so much rather have cooperation with Russia than the Chinese. But this week it came from none other than General Glenn Van Herc, the head of NORAD, who took over Terrence O'Shaughnessy's position. So this is the head of NORAD and NORTHCOM. Northcom and yeah. he stated before the Senate committee on Thursday that there were more Russian GRU, that is spies, 
in Mexico than any other nation on the planet. And he mentioned that as a concern. That's a very superlative statement. And so I'd like to break that down a little bit, talk a little bit about the general and uh, which direction this may be going. And also, uh, now the Haitian refugees are still here, and the Afghan refugees are still here, and there's a new wave of Ukrainian refugees, so-called refugees, passing through Mexico and looking for asylum in Mexico. And so I'd like to break down where they really come from, what the real story is from the boots on the ground. Okay, let's go for it. Fantastic. Well, let's start with uh, the, the Air Force General, the head of NORAD. Now, you and I have talked about that there are Russians in Mexico, and we know that Russia has extensive cooperation agreements with Mexico. When AMLO ran for president, he really had more of an olive branch out for China. China was going to build more ports, build more railways, have more energy cooperation, and so forth. And you have also reported, Dave, that China was heavily embedded into Pemex, the Mexican state-owned energy company, Mexico being a great oil producer and a nation that is at this point self-sufficient in gasoline and diesel. A lot of Americans are driving across the Rio Grande to fill their vehicles up today, if you can believe that. And so AMLO realized early on that the Chinese wanted more and were going to undermine Mexican sovereignty more than what they had claimed, that they'd played nice with him to try to get their talents in. And so AMLO has really backed off of cooperation with China. Now, he has not, he's not severed all ties with China or made an enemy of China. He's been very diplomatic, but he has not allowed them to continue their infiltration of the drug gangs, the cartels, which are, are heavily controlled by the Chinese. In fact, as our, as our interview goes on, I'd like to discuss the military activity that's been happening just in the past 14 days against the cartels because the hugs not bullets policy is changing and that's one of the things that uh general van herk brought up or excuse me bill barr eight days before general van herk's statements of last week bill barr stated that amlo's hugs not bullets policy in spanish abrazos no balazos that that policy had caused him to lose control of his country and that it was basically the Wild West, that it was a, uh, he did not say failed state, but he said that AMLO had lost control of the uh, of the civil population through this policy. Well, Sam, and now, Sam, let me throw in this. Bill Barr is deep state. He's a clown. He's corrupt, and I wouldn't listen to a thing he had to say. Okay, so let's compare and contrast him to General Van Herc. You know, General Van Herc is, uh, is from Missouri. We're neighbors. He's a good old boy. He went to the Air Force Academy. He's an Eagle flyer. He flew the Eagle. He flew the B-1 Lancer supersonic bomber and was an instructor on the B-2. So this is a real flyboy who's in charge. This is not a, a, a desk jockey from the Chair Force. This is somebody who's been out doing it, who's had many commands at the winging group level. And my only concern is that he also held a command off at Air Force Base, which we know is a nest of Satanism and underground activity. So uh, I feel like he and Bill Barr come from different sides. Bill Barr is absolutely the, the uh, he's a Bushite. He is a, the word for this in Latin America is neoliberalism. And I'd like to talk a little bit about what that is, just because it's not really known in America. Every Latin American uses this word, and it has to do with Yankee intervention in domestic policies of other nations. And it's happened both by the Clintons, who founded NAFTA and all that, continuing through the Obamas, and not really interrupted, but, you know, the Bush presidencies were in between those administrations, and they really carried on the same neoliberalist policies. And as you and I and others have reported, this neoliberalism is alive and well in the border cities, in the border states. There are warlords being set up to run criminal syndicates, and the Bush family absolutely has their fingers right up in the mix. We've proved it. All of it is on our blogs and on our previous recording that uh, the Bush family has backed Cabeza de Vaca and other troublemakers in the north of Mexico. 
someone actually said to me the other day that there was talk of a secession and making an, a, an interposing nation of the north of Mexico and certain parts of the south of the United States. And it's certainly been successful in making that a war zone. But someone actually came out and said, look, there's been a plan for a long time for these northern states to secede. Nuevo León, Coahuila, and Tamaulipas, and for those states to uh, join in with some of the uh, old lands that were formerly Mexican that were lost in the Treaty of Guadalupe and other, other political reassignments where what's now Arizona and what's now New Mexico was formerly Mexico and, and a lot of Texas as well. Yeah, that's... Okay, but AMLO is being undermined by these northern states. Absolutely. And I believe China is behind a lot of it, particularly in Tamsalupas. Um, why would Barr come out and say AMLO's lost control? He may have lost control of these three states, but I don't believe he's lost control of his country. What, tell me where you're at with this. Well, he hasn't lost control. He had to rebuild his military before he did this. And it's all in in our previous reports, Dave, that AMLO was building the military to do this, that he had built the National Guard. We had concerns because of U.N. involvement with the National Guard early on, but the National Guard has proven to just be pristine, to really work for the sovereignty of Mexico. Pemex has gotten cleaner and cleaner and more and more profitable, and they've gotten Chinese influence out of a lot of those things. So you want to talk about whether he's lost control of the northern states or not. I got the newspaper right here. This is El Mañana, El Gran Diario Independiente, the great independent uh, daily paper. And this is a Reynosa Tamaulipas paper. It says right on the front of uh, March 20th, El Bronco in Forgottenness. So this is talking about the arrest of the former governor of Nuevo León, where the great city of Monterrey is. This is where Interstate 35, it crosses a tiny bit of Tamaulipas, and then it goes into the state of Nuevo León to Monterey, a city of about 4 million people, very industrial, very advanced. And the governor of that state ran for president against AMLO. He was one of the four finalists that participated in the debates in 2018, debates which I watched in Spanish as they were occurring. And I asked, I asked one of my uh, one of my counselors about this. Who's this guy, El Bronco? He has not showed up representing any party. This is kind of unheard of. And my friend said, El Bronco is really a cartel asset. He works for the cartels. He's corrupt. He's talking all about being. Uh, you know, free markets and trade, very Bushite ideas he was talking about. But the fact is, his his campaign was financed illegally, and right now he is in the prison that he himself built. His real name is Jaime Helidoro Rodriguez Calderon. And so there's probably a connection between him and the famous Calderon ex-president. Felipe Calderon. So that's his matriarchal surname. And sure enough, he's in the prison that he himself built. So for Bill Barr to come out right then and say, oh, AMLO's lost control of his country. And then days later, the ex-governor of Tamaulipas is locked in the prison that he himself built and brought up on, guess what? Electoral fraud and campaign finance violations for illegally financing his campaign with donations from, we say, Empresas Fantasmas. I want to just be sure who's locked up. Who's the ex-governor? I think I know, but I want to hear you say it. The ex-governor who's locked up. It's not Cabeza de Vaca yet. There are Uh, rumblings in that direction that I really want to tell you about. Sam, you broke my heart. I wanted that guy locked up. This governor who's in jail, the jail that he built, he goes by the name El Bronco, and his real name is Jaime Helidorio Rodriguez Calderon. Now, you want to know about Cabeza de Vaca now that we brought it up? <laughs> well, I was hoping he was the guy, but go ahead. 
Well, a little bird told me, I, I got to lay some groundwork. I hate to throw a radio tease, but I got to lay some groundwork. Okay. Uh, just in the past weeks. So we're talking in the last 21 days from when this will actually air, when you're hearing this, in the last 21 days, there was a major kingpin arrested in the town of Nueva Laredo. So this is, you take I-35 across from Texas towards Monterey, and it crosses a thin strip of Tamaulipas. It looks like an elephant's trunk sticking up. And right there is the city of Nuevo Laredo. And Nuevo Laredo is where operatives from the federal government, the federal attorney general's office in Mexico City, along with military intelligence. Oh, yes. You think the Mexicans don't have satellites and a spy organization? They're not just leaning against cactuses. And I know your viewers and listeners are very informed, but I'd just like to state that Mexico has... We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com and what it does is it goes into a container you lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches it's a 50-year warranty on the device it only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground and you can keep it for safekeeping and i'll tell you this is the way to hide your gold not in false walls but underground will be very very difficult to detect to find out more Go to BarrierGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time as a military intelligence apparatus and they were listening to all of the phone calls and all of the uh, chatter and traffic of this man who's known as el huevo so anybody can just put up el huevo arrested and it'll tell you this kingpin who was who was busted so the Mexican Attorney General office operatives went in. They knew right where to catch him with his proverbial pants down. And they arrested him without firing a shot in Nuevo Laredo. Well, that was all well and good. And he was uh, spirited away to uh, Tijuana to be walked across the enclosed border crossing and handed over to the U.S. Marshals and the FBI. So he was deported to face charges in the U.S. And when that happened, the very next night, it was on a Sunday morning, he was arrested. The very next night, his hitmen attacked 38 government offices, including 22 police and military headquarters. The gunman came out of the woodwork and attacked. You know, the Terminator only attacked one police station, right? They attacked 22 military and police headquarters. 
And AMLO sent in the army 700 troops to restore order. I'm talking there were gunfights for 48 hours in the city of Nuevo, Nuevo Laredo, and the, the border bridges were shut down. The U.S. consulate put out an alert that all Americans were to take shelter immediately. And those 700 troops, along with four helicopters, went in to restore order. And these helicopters, you know, bring aerial fire support. A lot of them carry the minigun, and they can really lay the fire down, even into an urban area. So it's very serious, this gunfight that raged for two days after the arrest of El Huevo, Trevino. When was El this, Huevo, Sam, when, when was this event? I'm going to say, we're recording here on Sunday night, I'm going to say it was three weeks ago today. Why wasn't this in the American media? <laughs> well, anybody who was in that part of the world heard about it because the bridges were closed and the consulate put out an alert. But you see Bill Barr's a little bit behind schedule. You see that there's a spin going on. And I'm in Mexico, and I sure enough heard about it. So after that, the very same week, and I put these things up on my Twitter. You know, you can just follow the Gospel Gunslinger on Twitter or gospelgunslingers.com, and you'll have a little bit better idea of what's going on on the real underbelly of the United States. And some of the news is good. So the president deployed 400 special operators and paratroopers, highly skilled, specialized elite soldiers, into Tijuana on the northwest, up against the California border, up against San Diego and all of our marine and naval bases. Well, that's been a war zone and cartel-controlled kind of forever. And so AMLO sent in 400 crack troops to restore order. And these are people that aren't afraid to go into the roughest neighborhoods. They'll rock right in there and hammer it out with whoever wants to cause trouble. Uh, supposedly, or statedly, to restore order and to support the local authorities. So what that means is that there's been some change up in the prosecuting attorneys, the mayoral offices, something else that you and I have reported on, that there's a change in Mexico, that the fourth turning, that's what they call it, the cuatro T, the fourth turning, the fourth transformation is well underway, and political offices are being taken over, governorships, mayorships, which is a very powerful office in Mexico, prosecuting authorities. There's a huge anti-sex trafficking and anti-child trafficking uh, coalition that has just been set up by the new governor of uh, Chihuahua, which is Juarez. So on that western tip of Texas, where El Paso and Juarez meet, that's been the murder capital of the world and a trafficking hub for a long, long time. And now they have a multi-jurisdictional anti-trafficking cooperation there. So all these changes are taking place. But here's what's happened in the, the, the recent weeks and what Bill Barr hasn't quite figured out yet is that there is a takedown taking place. There's a takedown of organized crime. And here's part of the reason why. Because AMLO passed the midpoint of his six-year term. He took over in December of 2018, on December the 1st. So on December the 1st that just passed was the midpoint of his term. So here it's been another four months, and he has two years and eight months left as president. So we spent three years rebuilding the military, firing crooks. A couple of election cycles have passed, and he's gotten more people from his party in. And this is where the detractors will say, well, it's all thanks to Russia. I'll answer that later. The fourth transformation is well underway. And now he has begun, he has begun to change. He's gotten off of this hugs, not bullets policy, and he's using some degree of force to prosecute troublemakers. You know, when the son of El Chapo, Ivan... Uh, uh, Guzman and uh, a brother of his were arrested in Sinaloa. This has been a couple of years. There was a horrible gun battle that happened, and the the Sicarios, the hitmen from the from the gangs, attacked the military barracks. They attacked the part of the bases 
where the families of the soldiers live. And so AMLO ordered the release of Ivan Guzman, El Chapito, El Chapo's son. I believe two sons were ordered released. And this was really a botched operation that had a lot of DEA and American forces involved. But what's the president going to do when they have a hundred or more hostages that are women and children and they're just going to murder them? It wouldn't be good for Mexico to continue on that. But this time around, the army was ready. And El Huevo was arrested without firing a shot. They caught him at Starbucks or something. I don't know exactly where the arrest took place, but they knew exactly where to catch him, that they could make a clean arrest. And it happened. He was spirited out of the country very quickly. And then the military was ready when his hitmen attacked 22 police and military headquarters and other government offices. And that's when the military went in to restore order. So still, it's AMLO counterpunching. He didn't really start it. It was very civilized what he did. But all those all those drug dealers weren't going to let it lie. There were burning vehicles blocking all kinds of arterial roads and bridges and key points. Just like in Sinaloa, the, the counterattack of the of the Sicarios was planned. If the army comes in here, we shut down the city, and they they put set vehicles on fire across key choke points so that the city is shut down. And of course, you know they're overwatched by by gunmen, and so that happened in Nuevo Laredo. But it was a whole different thing because the the army went in there and knocked them senseless. So can I go on about Cabeza de Vaca? Yeah, let me slip in this real quick because people need to know the dollars in trouble, Sam, and and we need to let them know that the BRICS nations are on the rise again under the lead of Russia and China. They're going gold-backed currencies. That means people are leaving the petrodollar, which is the only backing we have. Thirty trillion dollars of debt. No, uh, no venture in sight at all to restore American energy independence. It's only going to get worse. The dollar is going to collapse. I don't know the day. It's a matter of when, not if. So do you want to protect your nest egg? Well, I'm making a second call in a week to Noble Gold tomorrow. And because I want to make a few more adjustments. And they have programs that will help you ensure that you can protect your nest egg and not get wiped out when the banks collapse. So I want you to give them a call, 877-646-5347. That's 877-646-5347. And if you have a 401k, an IRA, or you're just looking to get out of the dollar except for operating expense in your bank, and I always say, don't leave anything in your bank that you can't afford to lose. Then you need to give them a call tomorrow. If you just want free information sent while you think about it for no less than a day, then you can go to goldbeforelate.com, goldbeforelate.com. But you got to do something. If you have a nest egg to protect, you don't have to be a millionaire. But I would suggest strongly that you act now. The new normal is not coming back. Only Jesus is. Sam, go ahead. True that. And... uh the holdings in Mexico and in Brazil of the Chinese yuan to stabilize their own currency is what small nations have always done is hold the dollar and other strong currencies like Swiss francs, pound sterling. They have increased drastically since 2018, the amount of yuan holdings. But that being said, I also believe that Russia and China are only bedfellows of necessity in this and that it's really going to be Russia that's Spearheads the exodus from the dollar and the new currency. China will kind of have their own way, and China is strong enough to do that economically. But I think it's Russia that's going to take the lead, and I'm praying that Great Britain will get on the train, that they will cease from enmity with Moscow. But that's going to be a huge turn because they have a deep state just like the United States does. So you asked me about dates, and, and here we'll go to Cabeza de Vaca. Right here, El Bronco, uh, Rodriguez Calderon, on his booking photo, it says Ingreso 16 Marzo. So on March 16th, he was brought in. And I'm going to tell you that that was Tuesday. Monday was ongoing gunfights. And Sunday, so that would have been the 14th of March, was the day that... Uh, El Huevo was arrested early, early in the morning in the Madrugada. And so this 
is a nation that's on the rise. This is a nation who's taken down Kingpin. Cabeza de Vaca. Are you ready? A little bird told me that there were Mexican military convoys in the recent days, like the close of last week, Friday, that there were Mexican military convoys headed towards Victoria City, the capital of Tamaulipas, the headquarters of Cabeza de Vaca. And someone on the street who's very connected with his family and with the party informed me that the DEA had come looking for Cabeza de Vaca. So this is, in, you know, recent months and years. And, of course, him having a warrant for his arrest from the Attorney General's office in Mexico City and being stripped of his uh, immunity as a political officer, as a as a governor, a very powerful office in Mexico, the Mexican Senate and the Mexican uh, House of Representatives, diputadas, they call them, deputies, has stripped him of his immunity. And if he leaves the state of Tamaulipas, there's an all-points bulletin, and has been for months, to collar him, even though he's snuck to the United States two different times. And I have those documented on my Twitter, if anybody's interested. This is the strength of the neoliberal, globalist, Bush, Clinton syndicate worldwide that he's wanted in every state of Mexico, only protected in his own state by his own corrupt federal police that were that were built with Bush, Merida Initiative CIA money. And he's allowed to sneak across the border and go to Dallas and meet with the liberal governor. And then after he got away with that, he went to Washington, D.C., to speak on policy issues, I believe he was at the Wilson Institute. All the details are on my Twitter. But now, there's military convoys of company strength, multiple convoys headed to Victoria. And they were rolling with their guns up and their rucks packed. And you almost never see that. They go out on patrol, they have their day pack, and they have their weapons and armor. But to be rolling in company strength, you know, open trucks with 20 soldiers in them, just one after another after another in the middle of a convoy with armored vehicles and 50 cows up, company strength convoys, and they're headed to Ciudad Victoria. So we'll see. Maybe El Bronco was a, a presaging event to foreshadow that Cabeza de Vaca, who's yeah. the, real, the real rascal. Everybody knows in Mexico because it's been widely... Uh, noise, and it's been in the news as this process through the Senate and through the House of Deputies that he was the bad guy. And so, so does he lose his immunity Guard, now? Are you saying he loses immunity because these troops are going to enter his home state to arrest him? He has lost his immunity, but there's been a buildup of Army and National Guard in Tamaulipas State, and now they're actually on the move towards the capital loaded for bear we may be reading something very soon civil war and i don't i don't think there's intent to let the clock run out because he has his own hand-picked candidate who goes by the name of truco verastigi and verastigi is his family name but he goes by the nick the common sense show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for my pillow for example, they've got half off my pillow bed sheets, more than half off their slippers, their sandals, their mattresses, their topper covers, women's lingerie. Now they have extremely great products, as you all know. Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to mypillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. Mypillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. Name Truco, and Truco is a trick. And the guy is a trickster. He's known as a drunk. And so there's two drunk candidates. And then there's a Morena candidate, which is AMLO's party. And so this is a viable candidate. But I got to tell you, he took over for the ex-mayor of Reynosa, Maki Ortiz, because Maki Ortiz was threatened by the cartels. So she stepped aside. She's done a great work and, and will probably go into the federal government in Mexico City and run for office to represent Tamaulipas there. But she let Dr. America, Americo Villarreal take the spot to run for governor. 
And so there is a plan to run election fraud to get Truco Verastigi in to run his tricks and to be a marionette or a puppet of Cabeza de Vaca. So I don't think that AMLO is going to allow that to happen by letting the electoral process take place with uh, Cabeza de Vaca still as governor. I think he's going to be taken down by military force. But there's there's going to be a fight involved. If El Huevo can have enough hitmen to attack 38 government offices and set uh, approximately 30 vehicles on fire, including many uh, small buses that they call fishbowls, and at least two tractor-trailer trucks were parked to block roads and set up a flame, set a blaze to shut the city of Nuevo Laredo down. And if they can do that, what's the governor, Governor Cabeza de Vaca, able to do as far as putting up a resistance with his private army that the Bushes built for him and funded? You know, every scumbag police officer from all of Mexico, everybody who peed dirty, everybody who had accusations of bribery, everybody who couldn't make it in the new clean government, they all came north to Tamaulipas to be part of Cabeza de Vaca's state police. We call them the Tampoli Negros, the, the black police, because they, they wear black. They're very much like the old federal police, and uh, they're, they're bad guys. They're the private army of Cabeza de Vaca. And this is why the real Mexican army, the Mexican Marines, and the Mexican National Guard has to go in and do a real takedown. It's not going to be like El Huevo, where they can just catch him in line at Starbucks and, and put the slap the cuffs on. Well, it, it sounds like civil war to me. And the next you question know, the I have: civil it, war, if there's the real conflict, civil war. Well, let me ask you this this way: if there's conflict, will it spill over the border? This is going to be tame in comparison to what it could have been. And thank you, Dave, for reporting on Cabeza de Vaca, his Bush backing, and that there was a real civil war brewing, and that they Cabeza de Vaca was even courting Trump. He wanted Trump to back him and say, AMLO's a communist, he's from the left, this is a bad guy, he won't fight crime. This is what Cabeza de Vaca said when he was trying to get the U.S. government to stand with him. And so that's when it was bad. There were almost half the governors in Mexico, Cabeza de Vaca at least had their ear. They showed up with meeting, with Cabeza de Vaca to meetings, and I mean their names, the dates, where they went, which states they were governors of. Three times during the height of the quarantine, Cabeza de Vaca flew out to have meetings of governors of Mexico to try to get the places where all the cartels control the government, to get all of them to unite and to take U.S. money, from first from the Bushes and the CIA, but they really wanted to get Trump on the, on the bandwagon and say, hey, we're the ones fighting crime. And, of course, the opposite is true. So that was the real danger of civil war. And because we exposed it, that danger was suppressed. So it's still going to be a hell of a gunfight when Cabeza de Vaca is taken down and his hiding places in his compound, but it's not going to be anything like if he would have gotten 15 or 20 of Mexico's 33 governors to come along with him and to join with an external power to fight the central government and Andres Manuel, the president who's really trying to make America great again. And even though he's from the left, he and Trump made friends, worked together, and what did they work together on? Busting crooks. When he came to Washington to visit Trump, Trump handed over to him on a silver platter a Mexican governor who was accused of stealing millions of pesos and had been hiding out and living large in Florida. And Trump had him arrested the very day that Andres Manuel came in the country. And so these two men, Trump is from the right, but he's not like the Bushes. AMLO's from the left, but he's not like the Chinese. And the two of them agreed on this, that they don't want criminal warlords run in our country. We want real elected government, clean policing, clean law enforcement and military. And they, they, they found a meeting of the mind. Well, 
I can't help believe it's not going to go volatile. But we've talked about with DeBach over the, the months, several months, that uh, he's highly volatile. He commands a legion. He's capable of putting up a fight. And i got to believe he's even going to call on cartel interests outside his own state to assist him. Nothing like a distraction blowing up a few pipelines. Yes, and that's really been happening over the three years of, An- of AMLO's administration. The subway stations were blown up. The anarchists have just been off the chain. I've been there in the Zocalo when they throw dynamite over the wall at the presidential palace. You know, riot walls that are constructed just so that they don't destroy centuries-old buildings that are there in the central square of Mexico. But sure enough, they threw dynamite over. I, I'm talking the the boom just echoes through the square. It's incredible. It's a square that holds a million people. And from the other side of it, maybe 300 yards away, you could just hear the shudder and the shockwave from whatever it was that the anarchists were throwing over just one after another. I heard not less than eight explosions that were very potent. And so this is the anarchist activity that's come against AMLO during the entirety of his administration. And he has very deftly, very carefully moved forward step by step by step. He's used democratic processes it's been the Congresses and the Supreme Court's office and the and the uh, the Attorney General's office that have that have really uh, made a lot of the the chief decrees pertaining to Cabeza de Vaca. Now all that's left is to actually slap the cuffs on him, and he has lost so much steam. It's unreal. Even his state police here again. A little bird told me <laughs> that there were brand new. Uh, transit police up against the border and every other car just rolls with no license plate and we have been told by the chief of police by the high police up in uh, Reynosa town that the governor has told them to leave such vehicles alone so it's the guy with a license plate that gets pulled over for having a taillight out and gets fined and the police spend their time on and take their license and shake them down and search their stuff the guy with no license plate they don't bother and we have it straight out of the mouth of the police in the city that that's on the governor's order, Cabeza de Vaca's orders. But see, he's lost the mayorship of Reynosa. He's lost the control of his own House of Representatives, the state House of Representatives. And so law after law has gone into play to remove all of his criminal activities and the criminal syndicate that he's built over his administration and some administrations before him. And so now he's really just holed up. I was a little concerned when he was going to Washington, and we tried to sound the alarm for U.S. authorities, like, hey, this guy's a crook. Why is why is he allowed to go anywhere? He'll fit right he in. Are you kidding? The, yeah, he's probably on a helicopter that the Bushes bought flying across the border, but, you know, he still has to go through an international airport. No, he doesn't have diplomatic immunity. With Nancy Pelosi, like she did in Nieto in Beto O'Rourke, I have the picture. Um, let me ask you this. Uh, Beto and, uh, excuse me, Beto, AMLO and Trump were warming up to each other. What's their relationship like with uh, the Biden administration and um, Cabeza de Baca? Uh, Cabeza de Vaca's in is with the CIA. And while, while he has built relationships like with Mayor Johnson, the liberal left-leaning black mayor of Dallas, one of the most liberal cities in America, and one of the liberal strongholds of Texas, while he has power in places like that, it's under Bush protection. It's under, uh, George Prescott Bush, is that right? Uh, I don't know. They all have the same names. But the Texas land commissioner, who would like to run for governor, he is a very powerful official that has had contact since Cabeza de Vaca was governor-elect to get him Bush money to establish the criminal syndicate before he even really took power 
as the governor. And so th- that's where his power is at, is through the swamp and through the CIA and through Merit Initiative slush fund money. Where uh, Beto and Nancy Pelosi's power is, is more overt. It's more from Congress, which is why there's pictures of them together meeting. And so the Biden administration, I got to tell you, that Andres Manuel has scolded Biden. Merrick Garland and uh, Anthony Blinken came to Mexico City. And Andres Manuel took them through the palace to show them the paintings and the historical artifacts and gave them a history lesson on our continent. And then they sat down to breakfast. And these are really scathing words, although AMLO did it with diplomacy and with tact. He said, I would like to reiterate that Joe Biden, President Biden, is welcome to come to Mexico. And we would like for him to come to Mexico to discuss our cooperation as neighbors. And then he and so that just that was a scathing rebuke that Biden has sent had sent his lieutenants down there and not showed up himself. All right. That's what's between the lines. But then the, the rebuking goes further. AMLO opened his mouth and said, how it is possible that our two neighbor nations do not have an understanding on our political affairs, our border security, our international trade is a mystery to me. Yet we do not have an understanding. And I hope that in these meetings we begin to develop an understanding of where as neighbors were at. Sam, I have to ask you. What border security? Exactly. Well, now there's a little border security because the Army is coming in and the National Guard is coming in to secure the border and to take down no known criminal syndicate. And so it has begun on this side of the border. And, you know, just this last week, somebody pointed an AK-47 at a uh, Texas DPS helicopter that was hovering over the Rio Grande on the U.S. side. And this was a, a multinational operation, a binational operation, because the DPS called their Mexican counterparts. They continued to watch the Sicarios from the U.S. side, where they went, tracked their vehicle, and the Mexican authorities went in and shot it out with those troublemakers and took them down, confiscated the weapons, problem solved. And so there's a beginning. So that was the Texas State Authority. That's their state police, the Department of Public Safety. And so that's, it's, it, it has begun. We've begun to get some border security. But because AMLO has scathed and scolded the people responsible. And then there was another scolding because AMLO went to Washington for the second time. By the way, the entire time he's been president, I believe these are the only two times he's left Mexican soil, was to go to Washington, and uh, he also went to New York on that uh, last trip to speak before the United Nations. He went to Washington and sat with Joe Biden and one of your favorite people, Justin Trudeau, and he scolded them both. And he had a little folder in front of him, pulled it out, talked about the size of our combined economies versus the Chinese economy and the growth of the Chinese block and that in the future, their economic strength built on the backs of slaves and their military strength will be irresistible. And Andres Manuel said this to Trudeau and to Biden face to face. He said, there is a temptation. Hay un tentación. There is a temptation to confront China's growth, their growth of their influence with military force. Andres Manuel said that. Where? Where, though? In the White House with Biden and Trudeau. He suggested, and again, with very carefully couched words, there is a temptation to confront China's growth and influence with military force. Problem is, Trudeau's uh, western half of the country is overrun with Chinese troops. They're thick as thieves. Yeah, he's Trudeau routinely praises China. 
In other words, the resistance is not going to come from Canada. Not in the present iteration. You know, the Queen could fire him. He serves at her pleasure. I'd like to see a major turning out of out of Buckingham Palace. I'd like to see major statements where Queen Elizabeth comes out, fires Liz Truss, commands her ships to turn around and, and stop threatening Russia, and enters into a cooperative currency agreement with Russia to have a real gold-backed and stable currency and to not let the whole world go after the China example. And in doing that, she would save London, half of it anyway. London is under a major threat of nuclear destruction, the way that they are provoking the Russians. And this is an ancient city of banking and of commerce. It's in danger of being incinerated. Well, it's because they're uh, under the spell of uh, Klaus Schwab in the World Economic Forum. Um, In fact, that's the next question I want to ask you. Mexico, are they going to become a colony of Russia and go gold back currency and join the new BRICS nations, or what are they going to do? What the president said, responding to uh, Van Herx, General Van Herx, announcement that there are more GRU operatives in Mexico than any other nation on the world, AMLO said, Mexico is not is sovereign. We are not a colony of any nation. We're not a colony of China. We're not a colony of Russia, and we are not a colony of the United States. So that's really a mouthful. He said he wasn't a colony, and he also stated that not only is is Mexico not a colony of China or Russia, they will not be a colony of the United States either. Mexico is a nuclear power. There is self-sufficiency in Mexico, not only of certain energy, but uh, food production and industry that the United States would envy it once had that that self-sufficiency and it doesn't have it anymore and mexico does have it and so that was his answer is we are not a colony and we're not going to let the usa even bully us and tell us who we can associate with and who we can't if you look at the neoliberalist view of ukraine what's parroted again and again is that ukraine has a sovereign right of free association with whom they choose And the United States has been the chief proponent of that doctrine, that ideology, and then for powerful people to turn around and say, oh, but Mexico can't free associate. That's wrong. And so I think the president really spoke well. See, I see them as moving in the Russian sphere. I think they're foolish. I think they're foolish if they line up with Biden. It's economic suicide. Well, this is one of the things that General Van Herc was pointing out, is that Mexico has refused to condemn Putin's actions in the Ukraine. Mexico has refused to condemn it. You know, when Biden was trying to wrest the White House out of the hands of our legitimate government, AMLO said, uh, Joe Biden's not my friend. They asked if AMLO was going to attend his inauguration, and he said... No, it's me. Joe Biden knows me, amigo. No me ha invitado. <laughs> Joe Biden is not my friend, and he did not invite me. And so this is where Andres Manuel has really drug his feet on key points politically, where a lot of nations would like to make Mexico their colony. And he's just finally come out and stated flatly, Mexico is not the colony of China, not the colony of Russia, and it's not the colony of the USA. We are sovereign. Yeah, here come the corporate attacks against AMLO, perpetrated by the White House. Well, they're trying, but see, Mexico has a has oh, it's it's already begun three different times, and this is on my subscribe star. You can just hit the SS button on gospelgunslingers.com or go to subscribestar.com slash gospelgunslingers. I report on the three offshore oil platforms that have suspiciously blown up during 2020 and into 2020, or excuse me, 2021 and into 2022 when Biden has had the White House. And these platforms are joint energy 
cooperatives between the Mexican government, Pemex, and Russian oil firms like Luke Oil, government controlled. Mm-hmm. And so there has already been gray war, I believe, from the Biden White House and his uh, control of the deep state swamp apparatus and special operations of the United States to destroy the Mexican energy and Mexican-Russian cooperation. And so the energy cooperation between Mexico and Russia is a really good way for the two nations to cooperate. And so I would like, I would like for uh, General Van Herk to look at the cooperation between Mexico and Russia in this light that's been a lot more fair than the Bush oil interests ever were to Mexico. This is why decades ago, all oil assets in Mexico were nationalized and Pemex was created because it was becoming a banana republic of oil interests. And that was not fair. It was not legal. It was not proper. And so that's how Pemex was born. And then over the ensuing uh, decades, it's been a, a point of national pride. And then recently, in this century, Pemex has become infiltrated by thieves, by Chinese, by, again, Bush interests. And there's even a name for it, Huachicol. Huachicoleros are fuel thieves. And there have been so many taps of Mexico's gasoline, diesel, and crude pipelines that it's just absolutely unbelievable. It was bleeding the entire nation dry, this oil company being a, a, a central source of government revenue and of them uh, pro- promoting their economy by keeping fuel, pl- fuel prices, if not low, then at least reasonable. And those prices had gone up and up, and it was only because AMLO came in and began to exterminate and fumigate out the Huachicoleros and the thieves that this has moved forward. And who's the biggest Huachicolero of them all? Cabeza de Vaca, the governor of Tamaulipas yeah. State. Well, Sam, I think that's all well and good. I do. But it's a micro solution to a macro problem. And here's what I mean by this. This administration in the White House has crapped on all its allies, including Mexico. What I'd like to see DeBaca do, he wants to get back to Biden, shut the damn border down. Turn him back at Guatemala. Say, you will not pass. Watch the Biden administration go apoplectic over that one. Because they want $3 million a year or more. And he could stop that now. He could force concessions from, from uh, Biden. He really could. Um, I heard. <laughs> go ahead. I heard. That we, we, got about, we got about a minute. So. Oh, we're running out of time. I heard that the National Guard was rounding up migrants and loading them on a deuce and a half in Reynosa, just yards from the U.S. border. So Cabeza de Vaca has been the number one guy promoting illegal immigration, including sea landings into San Fernando, Tamaulipas. I know that. And all of that is getting shut down by the central government. Okay, that's nice. How about stopping them at Guatemala? That that would make me happy. That won't stop all of it. That won't stop the seaborne landings in in Mexico, but but it would go a long way. Anyway, Sam, we're flat out of time. This has been kind of a progress report update. I still think there's going to be a civil war in Mexico, but, you know, what do I know? I just sit behind a microphone and make silly predictions. Um, Sam, we got about uh, 15 seconds. Tell people how to follow you. Hey, send me a message at gospelgunslingers.com. Send me a donation. I'll transferred into pesos and we'll feed a lot of hungry kids and build my numerous victory gardens that are being planted as we speak. That sounds good to me, my friend. Hey, well, thanks for reaching out. Thanks for the progress update and may Queso de Baca get the uh, justice he deserves. We'll talk to you later, Sam. Amen. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts to help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. 
But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.